Emergency services. Please, you gotta help me. There's this weird guy. Ma'am. Please. Ma'am, call us when you're dead. What the fuck? Welcome back, callers. I'm Keith. And I'm Ryan. And on today's episode of Call Us and Your Dad, we are covering dumb criminals. Yay, dumb dums. Yeah, so, oh my gosh. The other day you made a comment about, like, we say like a lot. And I just did it four times <laughs> in the beginning of this. So we got to see my family over this weekend, which was super fun, until my mom decided to yell at me. And boy, oh boy, guys, did I get it from her. So you remember a few episodes ago when I was like, oh, if like I ever had a dead body, my mom has always said, like, call me, I'll help me. Well, that's not a thing anymore because I told all of the callers about it. You, you ruined it. Right. You, you, had it, a, you had an alibi and you just straight up ruined right, it. I had a good thing going and then it just all got shut down. But like, we did get to see my sister and... Her kids for Kurt's birthday, which was super fun. Happy birthday, Kurt. Yeah. Happy birthday, Kurt. Um, We do want to talk about a little bit about the giveaway that we have going on. We're going to be extending it for one more month. It just now has started to get traction. So that big post that we have that talks about like the shares and the donates we were initially going to do that until the end of this month. However, we've decided because it's just now, like, we kind of, I don't want to say that we got ahead of ourselves on it, but, like, we were super excited because we knew you guys were excited, but it just didn't get the traction that we wanted. And then we found out there had been some issues with, like, the the post itself and some other things. So but Yeah, yeah. Th- yeah. Thanks to all the, the support and listeners and all you out there. You guys are really helping us take off. Right. So, we want to actually give a chance for all of our listeners to be new able to listeners have that, that share are keep chance, on and right. just yeah having a chance to win uh, one of these three limited edition T-shirts. Right. So we are going to extend it until May 29th. So what you you know go through go back and listen to that very first bonus episode where we explained it. But when anytime it says April 29th, just replace it with May 29th, and then you will understand what's going on with it from there exactly. or or you can just go out to our facebook and it is, see it, it is there. Uh, still pinned at the top of the page yep yep um we also drum roll have uh, a winner for our final episode of call us when you're dead for this season right for a little mini contest we threw out in the couple episodes ago right and we had quite a few people write in and some of you were like, like we said in that last episode, some of you were way, way off. And then we did finally have a winner. So, congratulations, Kristen. Yay, Kristen. Yay. You will be receiving that prize from us. We will be getting a hold of you on how to get it to you. So, I know that we work together and that's probably how it will happen. But if it was somebody that I didn't work with, well, then we would do it from there. And let me tell you, she had a list, like a list of things that it could be. And she went back and she re-listened to every episode, like three or four more times, like detective work on spot with this one. With that all said and done, I feel like that was all the like housekeeping we had. And 
congratulations and crazy fun stuff that we had going on. Ryan, are you ready to talk about some dumb criminals we have? Absolutely. I love talking about the dumb dumbs in the world. I love stupid people so much better than this whole season of hell that you've put me through. (laughs) I'm still reeling to get out of it. So, Ryan, as you know, I have two just dumb criminals for us this week. One is from Massachusetts, and the other, can you guess where it's going to be from? I Like, if I had to guess, I would probably say Florida. Florida! Yes, because we love the dumb, dumb things Florida does. You guys give me so much content, I don't really have to do much work outside of just put Florida and then dot, 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 and I am going (laughs) to get a crime. It just happens. No shame on you guys in Florida. But yeah, you guys really make it easy. Like, I feel like if I had to look up, like, "Mm, Maine, I'm going to have some problems. I'm going to have some time that I need. Florida, (laughs) oh, man, you guys just, you do some wild, wild things down there. So first off, we are going to go to Massachusetts because why not? Sure. You know. And this is April 16th of 2022. So that just, was just yesterday. Just yesterday. Yeah, that's when this news article came out. And the incident happened on Friday. So a 14-year-old Massachusetts girl has scared off a man who allegedly broke into her home this past Friday. And her quick thinking later helped police apprehend the suspect. According to the Meadowboro Police Department, the girl armed herself with two steak knives before yelling for the intruder to leave. Police said the girl identified as Avery Comer. Comer? Comer? Sure. We're going to go with Comer. Sounds good. Woke up at approximately 7.20 a.m. to the sound of someone in her home. She then bravely confronted the man, later identified as 50-year-old Joseph Ridge, causing him to flee, and when he... And as he was getting away, she took a video of the car, and he drove it, and that included his license plate number. Kudos to her for thinking that fast. Right, right. I got him out of the house. I scared him, the girl told 911 dispatchers. I took a video of his truck leaving, so I have his license plate number. Comier's mother, Diane Tutkus, told CBS Boston that her daughter scared Ridge away while wielding two steak knives. Police confirmed at the press conference that she told them she had grabbed a knife between confront or grabbed the knife before confronting the intruder. I really didn't realize that she had it in her to stay calm under fire. Grabbing two kitchen steak knives and she went back and went back and stood outside the door and started screaming at him. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. You don't belong here. That must have been quite a scene, though, just thinking. I would have loved to have seen that. Had someone, like, not known what was going on, looking out your window, and you see someone running down the street with, like, two knives waving them. You know, get get out of here, get out of here. Yeah, I I would think she was the criminal. Right. Ridge was soon apprehended after and charged with aggravated breaking and entering during the daytime, trespassing, and disorderly conduct. Okay, so they say that he was... Breaking and entering during the daytime, do you think it's a different charge if he does it at night? Oh, that's a good question. I wouldn't I would not uh think it would be a different charge. I wonder if it's worse so because he's breaking and did entering it. is breaking and entering. Right, but I wonder if there's like one is worse than the other. Like if it's at night, is it more malicious? I could be. I mean, you know, 
you know, that's a good uh, caller question. Any callers out there know that? Right. Have Have you ever been charged with breaking and entering during the day? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not breaking and entering anything, so I don't know. It also says, and this is almost, it fits right into our season. He is a well-known, he is well-known to the police, this, this Joseph dude, for doing stuff like this. Like, he has so many priors. It, it says that police said Rich had been arraigned more than 130 times prior what? to Friday's arrest and has a history of violence. This is such a ball drop. Like, I'm not trying to get us into, like, another episode <laughs> of, like, missed opportunities. missed opportunities, but 130 damn times. Like, right. What happened to the three strikes you're out? Aren't well, like, clearly it's 130 strikes and you're he, maybe going away. He gets he gets enough strikes for a whole damn season. Right. Jesus. He later on goes on to say, I would like to commend the courageous actions of this girl. Even in the midst of the extremely scary events, her bravery assisted us in identifying the man believed to be responsible for breaking into her home, the Meadowboro Police Chief Joseph Parkins said. Parkins said he was honored that she was an honor roll student who was home for the day because it was Good Friday. Yeah, like everybody's off on Good Friday, it seemed. A judge has set Rich's bail to $200,000. I think that's way too little. Like 130 times, maybe they don't get bail. Right. It should be set at a trillion dollars. Right. If Ridge does post bail, he'd be required to be on house arrest with a GPS monitor. Why is he not on house arrest already? Uh, right. After <laughs> after maybe the 10th one, but you guys let him get to 130 somehow. Right. The suspect in this case is a career criminal who was arrested after terrorizing a 14-year-old girl in her own home. Hopefully his arrest this time will bring this known felon to account for his crimes. So... Not to take away from the 14-year-old little badass, knife-wielding badass. Right. 130 other times. This is now the one that's going to count? That's just insane that he was able to be uh, arrested and and, and arraigned. arraigned 130 times. I would like to talk about how this happened on Friday and that judge saw him on Friday. <laughs> and set his bail on Friday. Like... That judge said, listen, I got shit to do and places to go. It is the weekend. Well, I don't even know why I'm here right now. And it, and it was Good Friday. He probably got like a call or something saying, hey, we got this idiot back. Judge is like, hold on. I'm going to be there. I want to take care of this oh shit. Oh, my God. You know he did. But that's my thing. Like, why are we like, okay, we got 130 different other times. How dumb do you have to be? And this girl, man, bravo to her for being like, fuck you. Right, little superstar right there. Right, like, I'll whoop your ass you come into my house. Going out there ninja-wielding what, knives and that re- ready to cut a bitch. She legit reminds me of my sister. Like, I feel like if anybody, when we were growing up, had broken into our house, my sister would have been the first one to grab a knife and be like, I will cut a bitch. <laughs> you know, because you just, you don't do shit like that. But and then, like, and clearly the mom wasn't home yet. I'm, I'm, I feel like maybe the, well, no, because it does say the mom was there. So, like, that means that little girl was, like, brazen enough that she pushed past her mom, grabbed her cell phone, because you know every 14-year-old that has a cell phone got that cell phone on them, <laughs> was like, watch this. I've watched enough ID channel. I've listened to enough true crime to know, number one, I'm going to start yelling and acting crazier than you are to make <laughs> you leave. 
But then I'm not even going to do just that. I'm going to get your damn license plate number because that's where everybody else is fucked up on everything that I've seen. Is they never got the license plate number. They only have what right. it looked like. <laughs> getting that, too. And he was dumb enough to drive his own car. Right. At least, like, put on a fake license plate or something. Number one, you should have cased that house better, dude, because she seems, like, wily. Well, it seems like he's not that picky if he's already had done it 130 other times. Right. right. I wonder if he's, like, their local. Because, you know, like, we have uh, what's-his-name that always knocks on doors around here that everybody talks about. I wonder if he's, like, that dude where he's got, like, a history of just maybe this guy is constantly on drugs and just breaking into people's houses and... She's just like, fuck you, I ain't got time for this out. <laughs> right. Like, I get one day, one day a year to relax, and it's on Good Friday. <laughs> uh, so, Ryan, would you like to read us our Florida story? Absolutely, I do. So, this story is going to take place on April 15th of 2022, so this past uh, Thursday. Yeah. A Florida woman noticed fraudulent activity on her bank account. She began investigating on her own and was able to track him to a gas station. I mean, that's pretty impressive alone. She notices the fraud. Mm -hmm. Instead of just making phone calls, she's like, I'm going to hunt this bitch down myself. Right. So she tracked him to a gas station and called the police. The woman first noticed charges on Wednesday coming from a Wawa gas station. I'm guessing that's like a Circle K that they have down in Ohio or like a family fair that we would have (laughs) over here. That's just... Kind of fun to say, Wawa. Wawa. Going to Wawa. Right. Um, She was able to find out the man driving a white work truck had made the charges, police said. They didn't say how she got this information. Right. So, when I read that, and they said, like, oh, they didn't know how she got that information. Sir, she is a woman. She already knows all. Most women are just FBI agents, number one. Number two... She said, let me look this up on the motherfucking internet real quick. Let me look at my bill and my statement because I can see it all through apps. I know that's hard for you to believe, Mr. Police Officer, that I can just see things (laughs) that you can't because it's technically my information. And you know that cop was like, witch, burn her. (laughs) The woman thought that perhaps the man was a creature of habit and would return to the scene of the crime, as many do. So she went to the gas station on Thursday and waited. A white work truck pulled up and began pumping gas using her card, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, he is stupid as fuck and will come back because he always comes back every goddamn Thursday after he stole my shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She saw the man toss credit cards into the trash and at the same time was receiving fraudulent alerts from her bank. Right. You know, she was like, thank you. Yeah, I see. I see it happening right in front of me. <laughs> and, and getting the live updates from her bank text, being like, oh, fraud, fraud, fraud. Fraud, fraud, fraud. Yeah, fraud, I fraud, see fraud, him. Fraud. He's doing it right there. Right. So then she called 911. Right. A Stewart police sergeant came to the gas station, talked to the man, who was from Fort Lauderdale. Detectives later found multiple steel tanks in the back of the truck, as well as other tanks hidden in the bed of the truck, the report said. They also found 28 fraudulent cards and debit cards in the truck. 
That's a lot of different cards. Right. That means he's stolen so many identities. If you're from the Florida area and you've noticed some weird shit, maybe, you know, like not to get too serious, but maybe contact the Fort Lauderdale police or the Stewart police agent, you know, area and just let them know, like, maybe you were part one of the people that got your shit stolen. Right. Or compile a list of names and do like a release and something so that those other victims... Well, at least know know and get their their shit back. Well, hopefully the police... I mean, like, I'm not really giving much credit to these police officers because I didn't understand how a woman could figure out how her shit had gotten stolen. (laughs) But, like, maybe they've already done that. But just in case, if you are in the Florida area and you've had your identity stolen over the last few days or feel like weird stuff is happening with your credit cards, maybe make a little (laughs) look-see. Right. So the man was arrested and charged with trafficking in or possession counterfeit credit cards, unlawful conveyance of fuel, obtaining fuel by fraud, fraudulent use of a credit card more than two times within six months, and unlawful possession of a personal ID of five or more persons, and a partridge in a pear tree. No shit. Look, he's he's got seven different things on his rep sheet. He's catching up to that ass clown above who got 140 or 130. Yeah, he's got 130, <laughs> and this dude in just a couple of days just boom, 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 boom. Like, he's like, I want to play catch up to that guy. He seems real cool. Right, me and the dude from Massachusetts, we going to hook it up later <laughs> on with our alligator toilet wine. <laughs> oh, my God. So there you guys have it. That is our Two dumb criminals. I mean, how do you feel about them, Ryan? I, I just feel like people think about what the hell you're doing. I mean, listening and reading to these dumb criminals definitely makes it feel like my IQ is going up. Right. But also, on the flip side, it's a little bit scary because it's making me feel like I can get away with some damn crimes if this is how it's done. Right. Like, uh, come on, Just please. kidding. I'm not going to go do crimes, people. Mm-hmm. 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 If we just, this is why we don't leave you alone for long periods of time. I know. Because we all know, just one time you would probably do something stupid and I would be getting a phone call and I'd say, well, I ain't got bail money, so he's just going to have to sit there. I mean, at least I'd have some people to hang out with for a while. Right, I'm, but I am saying I wouldn't make you into an episode of Dumb Criminals. Well, only if my crime was dumb. You know me. I am very articulate and very intelligent. I don't think I, I'd be I'd be more of the missed opportunity criminal no, than a no, dumb No, no, no. It would be dumb because you would have to face my wrath later on. And that in and of itself should be scary enough to you realize that your action no. was just dumb. That means I would be the missed opportunities and then facing your wrath would make you the dumb criminal. <laughs> <laughs> As always, thank you guys for tuning in to our little mini episodes that sometimes just aren't that many. Sometimes they're super long, and we don't mean for them to always be that long, but we really just have too much fun doing these. Yeah, they're they're a blast, and as you said earlier, it gives us a break from the horrific, and as we're coming up to our last couple episodes of season one, next one, it's yeah, the one coming up Tuesday is... Do you kind of want to explain what we're going to be doing with this one coming up on Tuesday? Because it is it is going to be a little bit different compared to our prior episodes. Uh, yeah, of course. So instead of just one long case, we're going to be doing um, two cases, essentially, that are focused on missed opportunities. and But they're related in the sense that it's going to be taking place in schools. 
Right. So trigger warning now. If school violence, school shooting stuff is going to be upsetting to you, then maybe you don't listen to next week's, you know, this Tuesday's episode. It, it's going to be dealing, it, it's going to revolve around that. We are more so focusing on priors. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll just let you know now, one of the one of the two stories is going to be a Columbine. Yeah. And yep. we're, I'm sure we are all very familiar with those events. Right. And we're not deep diving Columbine. We're right. deep diving the prior events that right. were missed opportunities that I'm what sure could many, have stopped at. Many of you right now are like, well, what prior events? And that's where we're wanting to focus and right. show, tell you guys about the missed opportunities that could have been, you know, essentially prevented Columbine. Right. And what was, and then the other one is, what was that person's name? Uh, it's uh, it's the Corpus Christi School. Okay, yeah. So, both of them deal with school violence or school shootings, but we're not getting so much into that part. I, I mean, it will get covered that it happened. Yep. And, and, it, and minor details on that right. part. But we're we not going deep into it. So, that should put people a little bit at ease, I guess. Um, but for the prior stuff, we will be talking about that. Because there was a lot of missed opportunities on that. Exactly, exactly. And it's gonna you're just gonna be like, what? How did this not get stopped? Right. You know, and and hindsight is always twenty twenty on certain things. And this might be one of those situations where it was twenty twenty, but at the same time, could we looking at it now and then going forward stop other things like that from happening? Exactly. But until next time, callers. Oh, oh yeah, we need to cover our Facebook stuff. So I'm sorry, we can make that into a little blooper reel right there. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on our social media, facebook.com slash callusdead. Follow us on TikTok at callusdead, where you can see some videos of us, or better yet, our gigantic fluffy kitty, the sugar gliders, and even our dogs. Or you can email us at callusdead at yahoo.com to tell us what you thought about the case, ask questions, suggest some other cases, or just say hi. But until then, remember to stay strong, do everything with love, know there is always hope, and if you forget, you can always call us when you're dead. dead.